0: If you're anything like me, you've probably got a busy schedule, you're on your grind, you're working all day long, and you've got to find a way to get that workout in. But how do you do it? I found the perfect solution, Peloton. Peloton is a cutting-edge indoor cycling bike that brings live studio classes right into your home. There's no more worrying about fitting classes into a busy schedule or somehow getting to a studio with some crazy commute. Do it like I do it right from your home. And let me tell you my favorite features of the Peloton. Number one, that 22-inch HD touchscreen. It is beautiful. Number two, it's so quiet. A near silent belt drive. It is super quiet. And number three, it's got a compact 2x4 footprint so it can fit in your living room or in your office. I'm telling you, the bike is beautiful and it's not big at all. It's in my office. Bring the cycling studio to you. With Peloton's cutting-edge indoor cycling bike, there are no more excuses. Peloton is offering listeners a limited-time offer. Go to OnePeloton.com, enter the code ROMA at checkout, and get $100 off accessories with your Peloton bike purchase. I absolutely love my Peloton. Get a game-changing workout at home anytime you want. That's O-N-E, Peloton.com. Use the code ROMAN and get started.
1: Watching the game in 239, week one, and I'm like, man, you got to be crazy if, uh, if the Bears are about to win this game with this Wolverine coming into the game. And So be it. That guy come in and he lights him up. God bless that guy.
0: Welcome to the Jim Rohn Podcast. This is Ep 51, and my guest is former Green Bay Packer and Super Bowl champion Jermichael Finley. Listen, a lot of people would look at the 50 Ep's that we've laid down and say, that's a pretty good run. A lot of dudes would have their childhood idol in studio for Ep 50 like I did last week with the Penguin Ron say and say, that's a great way to go out. But the pod don't sleep. Side hustle is a way of life. And you can bet your ass that we're going to make our next 50 as good as our first 50. All of that brings me to my first guest on the grind to the century mark, Jermichael Finley. After three years at Texas, he was in the NFL at 21, a Super Bowl champ at 23, but forced to retire at 27 after a terrifying spinal injury. Jermichael did not decide when to walk away from football. The game made that decision for him. But what he did next is just as interesting as anything that happened on the gridiron at 51. And my conversation with Jermichael Finley gets started right now. So, Jermichael, it's been a minute or two since you and I have had a chance to touch base. It's great to have you on. Let me start by saying it's kind of amazing to me, but it's been five years since you played for the Packers. It feels like it was yesterday that you were out there doing your thing. How does it feel to you?
1: Man, it feels now I'm getting really content and uh, excited about my life and the future of my life right now, man. It's, it's great. But like I said, at the beginning, it was tough uh, for any any athlete that deals with you know, I mean, uh, a career-ending injury, it's tough to
0: bounce back. You know, why don't we talk right there. For those who do not remember, in fact, Jermichael, you wrote a really powerful piece for the Players' Tribune in 2017 entitled, They Basically Reset My Brain. And the piece begins with you talking about the hit. And you don't mention the defender by name, but you say number 39 of the Browns hit you on the crown of the helmet. What did you feel like immediately after that hit?
1: Oh, man, I, I felt like my life was over, man. Um, it, it was a hit like I never felt before. Like I said, I took that hit a million times and never felt like that. And uh, I, I was at a point when I was on the ground, I just couldn't move. And uh, when I felt that, I, I was just, like, devastated. And from then on, it,
0: it ended my career. All right, so when you say that you felt like your life was over, I mean, did you feel like you were going to lose your life? Did you feel like that that hit? could take your life, period?
1: I, I did, man. I, I lost complete, I, I was just unconscious. And, and like I say, I, I looked up and saw my guys uh, standing over me. I'm like, man, please call the people out here to come get me. And, and it was just really one of them life moments, just changing. You know what I mean? It changed my life forever. All
0: right, so you couldn't move your neck. You couldn't feel your fingers. You were numb. They take you to the hospital, but when you got there, it didn't look like the hospital, right? Where did you think you were?
1: <laughs> uh, I really thought I was in the morgue. Uh, it was so cold and just bone chilling. I'm um, I-, I was I'm like, where am I, guys? And they're like, lay back, relax. Um, your neck is broke. You cannot move. I'm like, man, just tell me where I'm at. And I just start bawling, man.
0: All right, so you're in the hospital, but you think you're in the morgue. If you think you're at the morgue, I mean, again, did you think that you were dead?
1: Uh, yeah, I thought I was just out of here. Uh, it, it was just all just white, clear. I, just, I, I was just unconscious.
0: And so it's really scary, and it's really eerie, and then you kind of come to realize that while well, you're sitting in the hospital, at that point, did you realize how bad it was, and did you have any idea that you had just played your last down in the NFL?
1: I did, man. I, I went into the situation like uh, a normal injury. Like, he was going to go to the training room the next day. I was going to get the MRI, CAT scan, whatever, and um, go back out in the field. And I got the CAT scans and done all the things I had to do. And they sent me to these specialists and started going through the ropes. And I'm like, uh, this do not seem right. Like <laughs> and uh, they came back and just told me um, that this could be my career.
0: I mean, so that was the mindset, right? I mean, you've been brought up to play football. Whenever you got hurt, you would just rehab that injury, get back on the field. It was always about getting back on the field. But then you get the official diagnosis, and what you had was a spinal cord contusion. They had to actually do surgery and fuse together the C3 and the C4 vertebrae in your neck. What was that like?
1: Oh, man, it it was miserable, man. Um, I I went through uh, several doctors. Then I had to go to... Uh, the Pittsburgh uh, neurologist in, in show Maroon, and he was the best, uh, the, best, the best guy at it. And he got me right, and uh, man, I, feel, I feel awesome today.
0: Okay, so, and I want to talk to you about today for sure and where you're at, but when you go through that process and you have that surgery, did you know mm-hmm. then, all right then, I have to accept this, it's done. And especially, you had bought a $10 million disability insurance policy. Did you know then that it was done, or even then were you trying to get back on the field and resume your career?
1: I was actually trying to still push back and uh, I knew my family wouldn't like it or things like that I knew my wife wouldn't like it and I was just doing it because of the love of the game it wasn't the money it wasn't that like nothing went down that avenue it was just something I'd done my whole life
0: yep but how much risk was there in you continuing to play football it was a ton
1: Uh, it was it could have been life, death. It could have been me being paralyzed the rest of my life. But once again, I was I was molded to be a gladiator, man. Uh, and and uh, quitting football wasn't not not my choice at all, at, especially at 27.
0: You see, like that—that's what the rest of us would never understand. Those of us who have never lived that life, walked that life, we would never understand that. Because I'm just sitting here in my air-conditioned studio in California, <laughs> and I'm looking at this, Drew, Michael, like, all right, I've got a $10 million policy, guaranteed money, and if I take another hit, I may never walk again, or I could lose my life. And everybody who loves me is saying, "Don't do it. Don't go back <laughs> don't out do there."
1: It. And guess what, Jim? My wife over here kicking me in my shins, like, if you don't take that dang on. Ten million dollars and let's get out of here, and I wasn't thinking like that I was thinking like let's go back out here and play this this game of football
0: dude that's what I'm saying can you explain that like w- are you are you wired for that we did you train uh, like that where does that mentality uh, come from like what was the addiction
1: man the, the addiction was me spending uh two hundred two hundred plus K on my body a year to go out to play this high impact game that I love and, and quitting that routine and quitting all of these things that i you know what I mean, that I was molded and built to do, it, it, it was very tough to, as a young as a young fella, too.
0: All right, so and that's it, because you were just 27. So you tried to give it a shot, and you actually, Seattle wanted to sign you, and they bring you in, but you don't pass their physical, so then you wait for the phone to ring, but the phone doesn't ring. And then finally, right around week seven of that year, you decide, you know what, I'm good, I'm done. So what happened at that point? Why would you change your mind?
1: Oh, man, I changed my mind, man. It, it was just so many emotions involved. Um, I had a locative deal with Seattle on the table. Then I got Snyder coming to me and saying, I just can't do it to you. Your neck is not healed. And uh, it was a bittersweet thing.
0: Football season is finally underway. And if you play fantasy football, the odds are you probably already hate your team and wish you could draft all over again. Well, on FanDuel, you can draft a new team every single week. As for my team, I had to ride Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback for another week. I knew he'd do well, but six TDs? Listen, if you're not a fantasy expert, then FanDuel is clearly the place you want to play. FanDuel has something for everybody, and there are more ways to win than ever before. New users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. Come play with me at FanDuel.com slash CBS Sports. Alright, so then it's done, right? So then it's done and you've got that money. Luckily, you had that policy and now you've got that money, but now you have to deal with the rest of your life, right? So, like, what's it like when, this, man, this is your identity, you're a gladiator, you're a football player, you're an athlete, and then it's just ripped from you and you don't go out on your own terms. What was that like as a man for you to deal with?
1: Oh, it was tough, man. I went through all kinds of <laughs> uh, troubling and, uh, uh, situations uh, uh, throughout, the, throughout the years, but uh, man, it, it was one of those things where you gotta, do gut check, you gotta find out, um, what's your purpose or what you're here for. And, uh, now man, it's, my purpose is to help kids and try to help guys that have the same trouble. I have.
0: so Jermichael, when you go through that, did, did your personality change after your neck injury?
1: Uh, totally. Um, you know what I mean? It, it, it changed, uh, from the, the, the hits over the time. Um, uh, I mean, the stress I went through, um, the impulsive moments I went through and of course I did, and and like I said, I went to a clinic called uh, P- uh, Pierce Sports Recovery, and they changed my whole life, man.
0: All right, so but at the time, at the time, your wife Courtney said you got to go to this clinic, you got to go to a <laughs> clinic in California. What did you think of the idea at that time?
1: Oh my God, you got to be kidding me! Um, it's one of those things where it's a surprise thing. Uh, I went through that
0: and she was one of the people
1: that said, if you don't get your butt there, you better, you better
0: hurry up and get the arm out of here. She said that to you, like you, you go where I'm leaving? Uh, she gone. Hmm. So what happened when you got there? What did you learn about yourself when you got there, and what types of things did they do?
1: Um, we've done several things. we we done uh, uh, It's called neurofeedback, where they try to reset your brain, um, get, get your brain to slow down from this high-impact game uh, that we played for so long. Um, and the impulsive where if I see it, I want it. And, you know, I mean, it's one of those things that every NFL player struggles with.
0: Jermichael, yeah, the thing is, like, when you're a pro athlete, there's, like, that stigma, and thankfully now it's changing, but guys don't want to ask for help. Did you initially want to ask for help? And if not, how come?
1: I, I, at first, I didn't. Um, you know, I mean, I was one of those guys that nothing wrong with me. Um, you're an idiot, but over the time I've seen it, and I was like, man, I'm the number one candidate for this thing. Please get me help.
0: So you get the help that you need. Did you find yourself, and I see this like when I go to Super Bowl every single year, I see the guys that play the game, and as they get older, it's hard to see. It's hard to see the gladiators and what has become of them. Did you start to think about the guys that came before you and what they were going through?
1: Oh yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it a lot, and it, it, it hurts. It hurts, um, guys. That I mean, that go through it, and, and over the, over time, it just you know, guys deteriorate without without getting that help. And you know I mean, you, you need it. You gotta have it.
0: So, when you went to the clinic and the first time you saw a map of your brain, what was that like?
1: Um, I, I was you know, I mean, I was shocked at first. Um, I was just like, man, what am I doing? Here? I don't need to be here. I don't have a problem (laughs) with them, the things that addicts say. And uh, over the time, man, it it, it started to grow on me. We we ate organic. We meditate day in and day day out. And we went on hikes, what, uh, twice, three times a week. And I've done that place for 90 days. And, man, it changed. Like I said, it changed my life tremendously.
0: I mean, is it something like, can you rehab a brain injury? How do you go about dealing with that? Oh, absolutely! You can. Like I said,
1: you you meditate day in and day out. Um, you do the neurofeedback, and you really just you eat well. Uh, whatever you eat, that's what you are. You probably have heard that saying a million times, but it, the the way you eat is big uh, towards your brain. And like I said, I've done I've done that and talked to counselors. Man, twice a day, and, and these people changed my life.
0: So let me just finally ask you this about that. Like when you, when you were having issues and things were not exactly right, like you retire and that didn't make it better and you didn't feel right, maybe you were forgetting things, what did you think that it was?
1: Uh, I, I, thought it, I thought it was just me. You know what I mean? I really didn't pay attention to the hits in the NFL or things like that. Um, it, it was one of those things where I thought When you was in the NFL, you didn't know if you was losing it or not because you're, going, you're playing a game every week. So when I got down and became that, I can go about about getting my keys, leaving my keys in the, in the house or my wallet, or getting very, very angry with my family. It was a thing that sort of that nature.
0: Do, do you have any of that stuff still yet, or is that all gone now and all cured? Yeah,
1: that, that, that's gone bye-bye.
0: Wow. Wow. Now, let me ask you this also. You, this is really haunting what you just said, though, or what you said. You said, I honestly believe that if it weren't for my Wife and my kids. Ten years from now, I might have ended up as one of the former players who put a bullet in his chest. You had made that statement previously. Was that was that hyperbole, or did you really mean that? Just as you said that?
1: No, I, I really did. I really do, man. Like I gotta like I say, man, I deal with guys today that that's calling me, and saying, "Man, I, I am struggling. I, man, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's wrong." and Things like that, sort of that nature, and and I'm like, man, go get help. You gotta you gotta put the pride down and just do it. I mean, but guys don't go, go along
0: that makes nice and do it. they're like, uh, they is there, like a, it. Is there like a dude or two that you know like that, or are there a lot of guys who make that phone call to you? A lot of guys dealing with those issues.
1: Uh, so I think it's a ton of guys with that with that issue and uh, that deals with it.
0: Building professionals, check this out. If you're a contractor, a builder, or a remodeler, Lumber Liquidators Pro Plus is the only partner you are ever going to need for all of your flooring needs. With special pro only pricing and dedicated support, LL Pro Plus will help you get your flooring jobs done quickly and profitably. Are you worried about selection and availability? Do not be. Lumber Liquidators has over 150 million square feet of flooring available, with over 100,000 square feet in stock at most stores, and they still Stock professional grade adhesives, underlayment, molding, tools, fasteners, and grout. So you can get exactly what you need when you have to have it. Are you too busy to pick up your flooring? That's also not a problem. The LL Pro Plus team will deliver it right to your job. And with LL Pro Plus, you can even get a business line of credit. So put the LL Pro Plus flooring experts on your team today. Visit your local Lumber Liquidator store or go to lumberliquidators.com/slash pro sales. Again. Let me ask you a few thoughts about the game before I let you go. When you look, for instance, at the guy that you played with Aaron Rodgers, he's out there right now, and he was out there against a killer Viking defense on Sunday. He's out there essentially on one leg, throws for nearly 300 yards and a touchdown, and has them in position to win it at the end of regulation. What do you make of the way that he played on Sunday, and is there anything about that guy that surprises you now when you watch him play?
1: I don't. Uh, seriously, I, I, I'm I at my friend's house playing watching the game and things like that. It says 2:39, uh, week one, and I'm like, man, you got to be crazy if the uh, if the Bears is about to win this game with this Wolverine coming into the game. And so be it. That guy come in and he lights them up. That when I say he's a, he's one of those guys, a special guys that's are born man. And uh, God bless that guy.
0: Wolverine's the highest form of praise. So if, if you had to boil it down, you played with him. What was it like to play with him? And if you had to boil it down to one thing, what makes him so unique and so different?
1: I, I think I think the classroom. He's a, he's a detailed guy, very, very competitive. And I'm going to tell you one thing he is. So he's very, a very emotional guy. Um, and uh, I, I think that all carries on to the field. Competitive is one of the most competitive guys i ever i ever met, and I can't, can't say much about that guy, man. He's awful.
0: Okay, you know, I wonder if he, he's got to throw the ball to so many young receivers right now. How intimidating is it if you're a young guy to play along with Aaron Rodgers, and then what's the best way for that young guy to get his respect and attention?
1: Uh, oh, man, it's very intimidating. Just imagine walking into a locker room with an icon, and you're this little guy that's uh, coming out of college that's thinking that. You're the big stuff, and you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers to go to the classroom with, to go study with, and uh, you get out there and drop the ball. That's the most hardest thing, to just get over that hump of, man, what, now I'm going to get this ball, or, I mean, it's just tough to play with a guy like Aaron Rodgers. It's like playing with Michael Jordan.
0: God, it's so funny you say that. I was just going to say that it was never easy playing with a guy like Jordan either, or a guy like Kobe Bryant. It's not easy to play with the guys who are so demanding of themselves because they're going to demand of the other guys. And everybody's a man, and everybody's a pro. But you don't want to let guys like that down, do you?
1: Uh, absolutely not, because uh, like I said, you never know when you get that ball again. Um, like I said, he's a very detailed, competitive guy. And, um, you got to play. You've got to match his intensity. Uh, every Sunday. And that's that's tough to do for a young
0: guy. Michael, before you go, the big topic today on the program was Josh Gordon going to the Patriots. What do you make of that? I mean, is it a lock that he's going to kill it playing with Tom Brady? Or do you have questions oh. maybe about his reliability? Because availability think, is a, is an ability, right?
1: Yeah. I it, mean, the pace that can deal with, this is the guy you got to be patient with. Uh, if you be pay, patient with this guy, it, it'll pay out and pan out at the end. Because this is a big target. you got Tom Brady throwing the ball to John Jordan. That's crazy to think about. And I think it's going be, to be deadly.
0: You also go way back with Dez Bryant. Why do you think that Dez is still unsigned, and you think somebody's going to bring him in?
1: Pride. Uh, down that contract from the uh, Ravens. Um, I guess we all know it's a coffee coffee cat lead, and things travel. You know, you know that, Jim.
0: Things do travel. I, I don't know. Honestly, man, I, I know it's pride, Michael, but if $21 bucks, million, $7 million a year, he may think he's worth more than that. But if you're him, how do you say no to that?
1: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. And you gotta, he got to figure out how he grew up and where he came from. I take that money and run with it and prove him wrong.
0: Listen, given the way your career ended and knowing what you know about the sport and the science of the sport, what are you doing with your kids? Are you going to let your kids play football? Yeah. You said what again, Jim? Are you going to let your kids play football?
1: Uh, Absolutely, man. One day they'll be a grown man and uh, they'll have to figure out for themselves about this violent game. I coach my kids today in football.
0: All right. so what are some of the things? Leave us with this, Jermichael. What are some of the things that you're doing right now in addition to working with your kids and coaching football? You know, you've got your whole life ahead of you. You're a young man right now. You've got good health. You feel great. What are the things that you're focused on right now?
1: Oh, man. I'm focused on, man. My kids right now. uh, I got a a uh, gym I'm putting up here uh, in Alito Texas. And it's d D1 performance uh, that Manny family owns it, and I just invested in it. So I'm just giving it back to the kids in the community, and I uh, love it like Jim.
0: That's good. Well, it's good that we got caught up. Like I said, it's been a minute or two, Jermichael. I can't believe it's been five years since you played. It seems like it was just yesterday, but I'm glad that we could get caught up. Nice to touch base with you, man. Thank you so much.
1: Hey, right, Thanks, young man. Don't be a stranger, buddy.
0: And there's episode 51, which was Michael Finley. My thanks to him for the conversation. And thanks to all of you for checking it out. If you're looking for even more content, go listen to my brand new podcast with Trevor Price. It's called RPO, it's on all the same platforms, same deal there as it is here. Subscribe, review, and share, and you know I appreciate you for it. Let's keep these side hustles booming. In the meantime, you can find me in the jungle every day from noon until 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network, SiriusXM 206, and streaming live on the Radio.com app and on my website, JimRome.com. Check it right back here for episode 52. Now it is on to your voicemails, and I'll see you all next week. First new message.
2: Yo, Jim, it's
1: 12wood. Hey, I just listened, listened to the uh, podcast with you and Ron say,
2: unbelievable.
0: I do have to say, if what's her name and Rockland wants to get uh, the meaning behind 12wood, she needs to give me her phone number so I can call her during a, during a Scope. Ow.
2: Message saved. Next message.
1: Romy, well, me, Eric in Orlando, buddy. How you doing? I just wanted to check in with you. I listened to
0: 12wood's... Uh, show here it was very uh very very cool especially when um when you were talking about your father i lost my brother to cancer my middle brother and um he was like my best friend and uh just to be able to talk about that and listen to your experience with it and how you battled through it pretty uh pretty damn important pretty damn strong and pretty damn deep and um yeah we we have that uh we have that in common we all i think we all have that that bond that uh that
1: big c is a terrible thing, and. Uh, Hopefully, God willing, one day it'll, uh, it'll be cured and it'll go away. But, uh, good job to 12 Wood. That was, uh, that was really enjoyable listening. Take care, Romy.
2: Message saved. Next message. From, I don't
1: know what the hell those judges were looking at because Triple G won that fight. Triple G's won that fight. And now I'm looking at fucking Kyle Bratt with this stupid face telling me about football. That guy don't know nothing about football. He's about as good as Hawk.
2: Ah! Message deleted. Next message.
1: It's Brian in St. Louis. Team Hippie Salad. I know it's it's uh everybody calls up and bangs on the XI or what the fuck is it? The uh, XR fourteen whatever the hell you call them cats. Them dudes are good. I called up and talked to Hawk once. Hawk is a professional. And uh little Albie, I mean that dude is that dude's a wizard back there on Un- four of those tool bags that roll in escalades as their sled, man. Come on. It's a glorified Tahoe. Uh, Unwore the um, Vegas high-stakes rollers and the gas stations that clog up the lines, scratching their lottery tickets for six hours when you're just trying to buy a sixer.
2: Message deleted. Next message. Hey, Jim, this is
1: Sean. I just want to give you my take on Vontae Davis. You know, I think... Forget it. I quit.
2: Message deleted. Next message.
1: Yeah, hey Jim Rome, uh, Thomas Bonanza. Hey, I was listening to this interview uh, with Tiki and Tyranny today. There was a guy named Jeff Peterson or Patterson wrote a book called uh, Football for a Buck: The Rise and Fall of the USFL, and he told this one story of a guy. Who uh, was put on the uh, IR because he slammed his junk in the trunk? Uh, it, it, and, uh...
2: Message deleted. Next message.
1: Hi, Jim Robe. This is Paul McCartney. I'm a big fan of your show. I just wanted to let you know my new album, Eagle Station, is coming out today. And if you buy the album today, you get an album of my favorite cover tunes, such as Stroke Me and who see me feel me. Also you could come on Eileen.
2: Message deleted. Next message. Message saved. Next message.
1: Van Smack. Mike in Buffalo, back after about a six-month hiatus. Just letting you know, I do not have a feeling that the Bills are going to the Super Bowl this year. But we got smoking hot peppers. We got chicken wings on the grill. We got bacon-wrapped chicken in the smoker. It's 85 degrees and sunny. Life is good here in Buffalo, New York. Home of the Super Bowl 56 champions. Talk to you in about four years, Romy. Later.
2: Message saved. Next message. I am just wondering if you're... RPO Podcast has a voicemail phone number. I want to give Trevor a piece of my mind. Message saved. You have no more messages.